0: Welcome, everyone. In today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down the latest technical analysis, as well as MicroStrategy marks three years of holding Bitcoin with $4.5 billion in Bitcoin and company stock, literally up 210-plus percent. We'll also be discussing PayPal executive says that their new stablecoin will be made available for DeFi in the future, as well as Bitcoin is a ticking time bomb set for a historic expansion, as Rare Indicator sends a signal. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be discussing breaking news. A Fundstrat investor note says the Bitcoin can hit $180,000 before the upcoming block reward halving scheduled for April of 2024. We'll also be discussing the top reasons why the Bitcoin price will smash a million dollars per coin, as well as why you must own at least one Bitcoin right now. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this plus so much more in today's show. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1370. I'm your host, JV. Today is August 13, 2023. Kicking off today's episode here with our market watch, we can see Bitcoin still holding strong onto to 29,400, but slightly consolidating for the day. We also have Ether barely back in the green, trading above $1,850, along with BNB and XRP also in the green. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, the current crypto market cap, sits at $1.17 trillion, with about $17 billion in volume at the past 24 hours, with the Bitcoin dominance at 48.7%, and the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Rune leading the pack, up 12%, trading out thirty. Followed by Ton up about 7%, trading at $1.43, followed by Pepe up 4.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, mostly, I'd say we got a few in the green, but also probably equally as much in the red. Some of the biggest losers include Koss and Bone, which is some of the top gainers uh, for the day, the same as the week with Ton, Rune, and Pepe. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 54 neutral, same as yesterday. Last week was a 49, and last month was a 60 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King crypto and have been taking advantage of this recent dip? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and see what's happened with the continuous sideways trading action. Most of the alts are also quiet today on Sunday, similar to how they performed yesterday on Saturday, except for Rune and Ton taking the lead. Now, the past few weeks went in a rather unventful fashion for typically more volatile crypto Crypto asset. This past Monday saw some movements as Bitcoin dipped below 29,000 to mark the weekly low. However, it went on an offensive almost immediately and had surged past 30,000 by the time Wednesday came, but that was short lived. More volatility was expected on Thursday when the US CPI numbers were set to come out, yet that wasn't the case. Bitcoin remained at just under 30,000, where it had retraced hours just before that, and then the following days were quite stagnant once again. Bitcoin stood still within the the same tight range of between 29 and 29.5, and expectedly, the weekend didn't provide anything different given the typically lower trading volume. So there you have it. I mean, it's been very boring sideways trading action. Nothing new, but I feel once we can break 32, we're likely to continue marching on up, breaking the annual high. And uh, there's not much resistance between 32 and 40. So do keep that in mind as well. Now for the latest regarding the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on their balance sheet, which is MicroStrategy. They're still holding their $4.5 billion worth of BTC. Let's break this down. As you can see here, it's been three years since uh, MicroStrategy first accumulated their BTC. Michael Saylor spearheaded the strategy of making Bitcoin their primary treasury reserve asset, directing the firm to buy 21,454 BTC for $250 million at an individual price of roughly $11,600 on August 11th of 2020. That's when it all began. Now, in the up and down years since, MicroStrategy continued to consistently invest in the top crypto asset, becoming the largest institutional holder a Bitcoin. And as of July 31st, the firm holds 152,800 BTC, acquired for a total cost of roughly $4.5 billion at an average individual price of $29,672. So they're roughly at their break even point, interestingly enough. Now, Saylor was MicroStrategy's chief executive when the company first bought Bitcoin, but now serves as its executive chair. After stepping back from the CEO role last year, the MicroStrategy stock is up more than than 210% since August 10th, so keep that in mind, and that's since 2020, the day before it made the announcement to purchase Bitcoin. MicroStrategy is currently priced at $384 per share, according to MarketWatch, and it hasn't been an entirely smooth ride. However, keep in mind, MicroStrategy is down more than 70% from the three-year high of 11 uh, or 1,315, which it hit on February 9th of 2021, referring to the stock, right as Bitcoin was in the midst of that ascendant bull run, and in June of 2022, MicroStrategy faced concerns it would receive a margin call on a Bitcoin-backed loan, though those fears never materialized and seemed to be nothing more than FUD. And in a margin call, a trader or investor is required to put up more funds to advert the closure or liquidation of a leveraged position. And I think when those FUD rumors were coming out, Michael uh, Saylor said, unless the Bitcoin price dips all the way to 3000 we are not getting li- liquidated because they had more assets to back it. So it was nothing more than FUD at the end of the day. But very interesting, I think MicroStrategy will continue being one of the largest hodlers of Bitcoin in the world. They're second in line to Grayscale, which controls over 400,000 BTC. And at this time, being there's no spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States, the next best closest thing is to owning MicroStrategy stock. And of course, Michael Saylor is very bullish on that. Now let's discuss the latest regarding the PayPal stablecoin, which is titled PYUSD. They've been announcing some plans for DeFi and we also had some uh, analysts recently come out Uh, uh, predicting, due to the launch of the PayPal stablecoin, because their audience is so large, hundreds of millions of people that use PayPal on a regular basis, active users, that it can send the Bitcoin price to a quarter million dollars per coin. That was a prediction from Charlie Shrem. I covered a few episodes ago. If you missed that, be sure to check that out. Now, an insider from PayPal says the firm's new stablecoin will ultimately launch on DeFi platforms sometime in the future. In the new interview on the Unchained pod, Jose Fernandez, PayPal senior vice president of blockchain, crypto, and digital currencies, told the host, Laura Shin, that the firm intends for their stablecoin, which was launched earlier in the month, to be available on crypto exchanges and compatible with the DeFi ecosystems. Quoting them here, I think DeFi will be a part of the first wave in the sense that we want to go where crypto users are using stablecoins today, and DeFi is a use case for that. So as of today, you can only get the PYUSD on the PayPal wallet. We are ramping up the product, but definitely the intention is that it will be available in the main exchanges, and when the distribution is available, then the folks will be able to use it for the traditional use cases. DePonte goes on to share that their stablecoin is already compatible with Ethereum wallets as it is technically an ERC20 token, ultimately meaning on the Ethereum blockchain, and that it's fully back in compliance with New York regulations. Quoting him again, the stablecoin PYUSD is an ERC20 token. It's deployed on the Ethereum blockchain and it can be sent outside to wallets that enable ERC20 tokens. Now, there is definitely an aspect of that has to do with being fully backed and regulated as a stablecoin. As you know, we are issued out of New York. Paxos is the issuer, and the token is approved by the New York Department of Financial Security, and New York has very clear and strict requirements in terms of KYC, Know Your Customer, and anti-money laundering provisions that require the ability to be able to have the right Control in place. So there you have it. And to watch this entire interview, they did check the show notes below the video in the description. I will give you a little disclaimer I do not trust PayPal as far as I can throw them. I had a lot of people ask me, where can I get the stable coin? It seems currently only available on PayPal, but I wouldn't be holding it. I'd prefer the real thing, which is Bitcoin, the only decentralized crypto asset. Because PayPal, just as they can freeze your funds and freeze your PayPal account, they've done that to me before in the past, probably like a decade ago back in the day, they could also. Also freeze your stablecoin the same way because all it is is a digital version of the dollar. So that's not so enticing or exciting to me. But the reason it's fruitful and bullish for the entire industry, it can help usher in that mass adoption. Considering PayPal has hundreds of millions of active, use, active users. that's why this is a pretty bullish story. But anyways, now let's talk about the ticking time bomb followed by a $180,000 prediction from Fundstrat at the time of the halving less than nine months away. And then I'll be sharing the latest and greatest from the one and only Jack Mahler's and why you should own a Bitcoin and why the Bitcoin price is trending towards seven figures. Let's break it down. And yeah, if you're just joining us, make sure to say hello in the live chat. Don't be a stranger as this is a live and interactive show. But yeah, let's break this uh, story down. As you can see, Wally followed analysts as Bitcoin is gearing up for historic move to the upside now that has rarely seen the indicator has flash. The synonymous analyst known as Credible Crypto uh, shares that Bitcoin is going through a period of record low volatility or a compression phase, which he says will ultimately lead to historic expansion. Send it. Let's go. He shares a chart, which you can see here, uh, along with fellow analyst TechDev, who points out that Bitcoin's three-week chart is approaching compression levels that previously signaled the start of the bull markets since 2012, quoting Credible here. Historic compression leads to historic expansion. Imagine looking at this chart and thinking, yeah, $10,000 incoming, a ticking time bomb till bear extinction. BTC. That's what's up. Now, while many Bitcoin bulls have lost confidence due to the Bitcoin uneventful price action, Credible says Bitcoin is simply consolidating, which should be considered bullish. Quitting him again, seeing a lot of if we are so bullish, why aren't we moving up? The bulls don't have the strength to push the price higher. This is bearish. But when the price is moving sideways, it means that neither bears nor bulls are in the driver's seat. Consolidation is, by definition, neutral. Buyers and sellers have reached an equilibrium. Now, 9 out of 10 times consolidation structures resolve in the direction of the trend that preceded them. We have been in a very clean, obvious uptrend since... $15,000. $15,000. So by default, then, one should expect this consolidation over the last month to resolve to the upside. And he continues, your default stance on Bitcoin here should be bullish, in my opinion, unless we start breaking bullish market structure. For example, the first and lowest time frame level of the bullish market structure that matters is eight, marked as you can see here in this chart. So there you have it. How many of you agree with credible crypto and currently bullish, even though the price action seems boring and continues to trade sideways? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. That's Funstrat's prediction of $180,000 Bitcoin price. By the time of the next halving, keeping in mind the halving is scheduled to be sometime in April 2024, virtually meaning less than nine months away. Let's break this down and shout out to Tom Lee over at Funstrat. So I actually shared this in a tweet here this morning. Funstrat investor note says Bitcoin could hit $180,000 before the upcoming block reward halving in April of 2024. And also interesting, an Indian analyst thinks that World War III had already begun expecting the BRICS economic block to merge with the Shanghai Corporation organization. And also it is shared that the financial services company attributes this projected 521% Bitcoin price hike from the current levels to the rising demand fueled mainly by the anticipated approval of a Bitcoin ETF, which I know is on everyone's mind. We know there's literally hundreds of trillions of dollars in the total addressable market, much of which can be coming pouring directly into uh, BTC. So let's break down some more of these numbers. Fundstrats and Pharrell's projections follow the mid-July forecast from the banking giant. Standard Chartered, and guess who is the primary shareholder of Standard Chartered? You guessed it. BlackRock fam, they predict $120,000 Bitcoin price by the end of next year in 2024. Now, Pharrell's analysis points to a Bitcoin ETF potentially adding an extra $100 million in daily demand. I honestly feel that is conservative, but hey. Now, while the impending halving will slash the daily mining rewards down to a mere $12 million, uh quoting them here, would a spot... Bitcoin ETF launch daily demand will reach 125 million, while the daily supply is only 25 million. The implicit equilibrium price would need to increase so that the daily supply matches the daily demand. Now, equilibrium analysis suggests a clearing price of 140 to 180 thousand per BTC before the halving in April of 2024. And moreover, Fundstrat envisions the possibility for a BlackRock Bitcoin ETF to become one of the most monumental ETF launches ever let's go possibly outstripping the qqq etfs 36 billion in first year inflows i think we crush it personally the firm is of the opinion that bitcoin etf assets might outshine precious metal etfs 100 now that's a market worth 230 billion dollars and eventually become a category worth more than 300 billion that's a given, right? However, approval for spot Bitcoin ETF could enable manipulation akin to allegations about precious metal ETFs like gold and silver. A physically backed Bitcoin ETF is expected to boost crypto adoption as well as the prices. There is a chance it could mimic the gold and silver and allowing leverage of alleged fictional Bitcoin supplies to manage futures positions, aka through derivatives. Now, when the price rises too fast, this imaginary Bitcoin supply could be dumped to tamp the global prices down for For a while now, Fundstrat has been uh, prophesizing a leap into the six-digit territory as far as the Bitcoin price action, though these bold predictions have yet to materialize. Also keep in mind, back in uh, May of 2021, David Kreider, the firm's chief digital asset strategist, confidently asserted that the target Bitcoin price of $100,000 per coin remained intact. Send it. He further envisioned Ethereum scaling to ten thousand per coin, reflecting on the broader crypto landscape. Grider's perspective from two years prior foresaw the entire crypto economy accelerating towards a staggering five trillion dollar milestone. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Fundstrat and their analysts that the Bitcoin price is likely to hit that target of between 140 dollars and $180,000 before that Bitcoin halving in April of 2024. That would obviously be the calm before the storm. And could you imagine the BlackRock Bitcoin ETF virtually being approved pre-halving? That's going to send Bitcoin to a whole new stratosphere. In my humble opinion, I predict that we hit the peak cycle high in 2025, just considering the history doesn't necessarily repeat, but often tends to rhyme. And I remember the Bitcoin halving of 2016, it was the year following in 2017, we hit the high for that cycle of roughly 20,000. Then like clockwork, four years later from the 2016 halving in 2020, we had the next halving. And the following year, Bitcoin hit the current all-time high of 69,000. Hence, I'm predicting a multiple six-figure Bitcoin price by 2025. Let me know if you agree Disagree in the comments below. And like I said, I'll read everyone's comments out loud at the end of the show. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss our final breaking story of the day. Jack Maulers recently did a podcast episode on his new podcast. Shout out to Jack. I transcribed it because I find it very valuable. He was also interviewed on CNBC and talks about how hyperinflation will send the Bitcoin price a million dollars. So here's some of the highlights and my transcription from his interview I have to share with you, and then we'll dive into our live Q&A. So here we go. Here's what Jack Maulers had to share in this interview. If silver is going to 1000X, I will walk into my kitchen right now, and I will melt all of my silverware, and I will sell it At market. If gold is going to rally, Elon Musk will find more on Mars. This is a super important point. Bitcoin is the only monetary instrument in the history of our species that is fixed. It does not matter how much more demand comes into the asset class because no one will ever be able to make more than it. There are two things I can guarantee you in my life number one, that I'll die. And number two, there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin. And those are the two things that I could only value, which is my life and my Bitcoin. So it is the only fixed supply asset. It is not that complicated. It's going to go up because everything else can be issued more. The only thing that is clear to us and clear to our customers is that you cannot hold and save in dollars anymore. I think there is going to be a new era of the US dollar where inflation will enter and normalize 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10%. The days of 2% inflation are over. The Fed really blew this thing up. You can call it inflation because the CPI is a load of nonsense, right? Like The government is going to tell me how the dollar is inflating based upon a basket of instruments like my Netflix subscription or my Caesar salad doesn't actually tell me how well the dollar is doing or how much it's being devalued. Miami real estate does. Bitcoin does. Bitcoin is up over 50% this year. You're telling me the dollar isn't inflating? You're out of your mind. I am not listening to that. The Fed and the whole monetary system is based on trust and they constantly, they constantly break that trust. Preach. It would be the equivalent to there's a fire outside of my house. I smell the smoke, and someone tells me, No, 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 no. It's a bunch of teenagers putting on a bonfire. Okay, but I hear one police siren. Are you sure it's a bonfire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bonfire. Now I hear 10 sirens, 100 sirens. My whole community is running out. I'm not going to get up and look outside the window and see what's going on. I don't believe them for a second. You have to be absolutely crazy to believe the Federal Reserve right now. They are full of it, and I don't have to because I own Bitcoin. There is no one that can deflate my instrument. I get to hold it, save in it. I know the monetary policy. I sleep like a baby, like the baby face that I am. I think you are crazy to believe the Fed and these swap lines and treating these assets at par. It is a gimmick. It is a scam. Very powerful words coming from Jack Maulers. Let me know if you agree or disagree. And as you can see, this post is going viral over on X, so be sure to share it and repost it. I greatly appreciate that. And now for some other thoughts regarding predictions coming from Jack Maulers as well. When he was speaking with CNBC's Power Lunch with Kelly Evans, the strike CEO discussed the role of Bitcoin in the ongoing banking crisis. And Maulers is convinced that the Bitcoin price will hit $1 million per coin fueled by global hyperinflation, according to Maulers, the Fed has tarnished its name by printing more money to save the banking industry, despite claims to reduce inflation to 2%, as I just shared with you. And as such, Maulers expects uh, the Bitcoin price to continue with higher demand. And Maulers reiterated the fact that there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin units, despite the increase in demand. Now, notably, Maulers bashed the altcoin industry for being centralized, with founders holding massive coins at the expense of the secondary market. And as such, Maulers thinks that altcoin are suitable for speculation and should ultimately be used to accumulate more BTC. Quoting him again here, my overall opinion is that the name of the game is to accumulate as much Bitcoin as possible. The alts are interesting, but a lot more speculative. I use them to accumulate more BTC. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Jack Muller's and his thoughts, what he had to share. Do you think that global hyperinflation will likely send the Bitcoin price thriving to seven figures per coin? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.